crank up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. in the draft i'm not really watching as much draft coverage as i used to because there's only so many ways you can tell me oh i don't know what's actually going to happen like none of you niggas know anything i think that's been proven uh time and time again over the past couple years so listen to the people on nfl network or espn or what have you do a mock draft every week for eight weeks straight i'm like i'd rather just just i'll tune in after the draft and tell me what you think about but into that point point too paul now you could also see through all the bullshit they be talking about um and also, I ain't gonna lie, we've been more consumed with ownership this whole offseason. Like, that's it really been has. priority number one around here. I ain't gonna lie, I've really put the draft on the back burner. Like, it's been focused on, okay, did he sell the team? Yet? Also, you know what I think? That's been I, the focus. I think so. The draft is also on the back burner for us, Corey, because quarterback is not the goal in round one. I think if they had, go, if, if right. they had said after the season ended that drafting a quarterback was the main objective, then I think our POV on the draft might be a little We'd be locked different. in. Right. We're just going to draft yeah. a good player. It's the goal, right? The last couple of years, it's been going, right. will they trade up? When, when will they take one? So <clears throat> this has been the first time in a little bit, frankly, that trading up for a quarterback hasn't even been something we were thinking about because the front office just, they put a halt to all that talk, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I also yeah. feel like there's just too much QB talk with the draft, man. It's just not as fun to follow as it used to be. Because now everything is about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It's all they talk about. Yeah, I agree. I'll even, I'll take it one step further. I, I think that this year, you know, the draft chatter around here has been different because I, I don't think they have any, like, gotta have it needs like, i think that we all think that o-line cornerback may be like positions that we'd like to see them target but they could do anything yeah. on thursday night and i think that i would be okay with it to a degree like they can't do anything that would absolutely blow me away hooker. one way or another i don't hooker. think well, <laughs> I'd, be a, I'd be a little irked about that i'm not gonna lie i <laughs> fucking irked about that it's different this i gotta qualify that by saying if they draft a quarterback it's gonna change everything that we thought we knew going into the into the camp at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to take quarterback in the first round. I'd be beyond shocked if it did. But anything else, cornerback, safety, D-line, I mean, shit. I know we've had a few folks in this town talking about edge rusher. I don't think it's going to happen. And I think that they are kind of bad-faithing that a little bit. But if they did, it wouldn't even shock me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, like outside of, you know, drafting a quarterback at 16, I personally, I would not want to take an edge rusher yeah. at 16. I just... I'd be kind That'd of be pretty fucking devastating because, and this is the yeah, reason. This is part of why I don't see them doing it. They need to draft a they, like. Like we were talking about how these people's jobs on the line. They really gonna have their exactly. jobs on the line and take a backup in round one? Why would they be drafting a player that may be impacting yeah, a team yeah. they may not be in charge of next year? You know what I'm saying? They need impact now. So, yeah. Also. I think that th- that kind of logic is faulty. Like, we got to get a uh, D end here in the first round 
for early in case Chase and Montez don't work out. It's like, what if Chase came out next year and had like 10 sacks or 12 sacks? And now you feel like beholden to this first round draft pick. And now you're going to end up driving a good player out of town when you could have just drafted a cornerback and just saw what Chase could do. I think it's just a little bit premature to be drafting anybody in the first round I, to I, replace anybody I, at this point. I don't I, think that's the I wise feel like that move is how for the franchise right now. Fake GMs talk, right? That's fan GM talking. Yeah, when they're like, well, you're, you might lose a DN, so you sh-. it's like, well, this is, that's, I think that's something that, like, even when they're talking about trading Chase or trading Sweat, that's something that a good team can do, right? Like, when the 49ers traded, um, what's his name, to the Colts? Buckner. My man, Buckner. They were able to do that. They had a good season. That's something you can do when you've already had success. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, well, we're, we haven't even seen these four together at, like, their best, right? Like, we haven't done any mm-hmm. of that. So to be like, well, we're going we're gonna to trade one or we're going to start thinking about replacing them, that's how a fake GM thinks. When it's like when your job, when your job isn't the one on the yeah. line. And to that point, though, Cliff, the same people that are saying they should potentially draft a DN first round are the same ones that are saying they spent too much capital right. on the D line. So now you want to use another first round draft pick. So you want to spend another one? That would mean yeah, that like, would mean that we mean? have that, used that. a first round or second round pick on six defensive linemen since like what twenty seventeen. That does that would that even make yep. sense, man? No, it sure doesn't. It sure doesn't. I, I part of me believes, and uh, y'all can tell me whether you're feeling me on this or not. That uh, there's a certain uh, talking head in this town that was saying that Deron Payne wouldn't be back for a whole year. There's no way they would keep all four. And I think that that this particular person is really, yeah. really pushing the Chase Young is gone narrative. So we can mm-hmm. write about that. He yeah. can still be right about yeah. what I see. I told you we're right, keeping right. all four. But but it was funny, Paul. Towards towards the end of, towards the end of last season, that same person started saying, "Right, right." His last like, season they gotta was him. well. Pain got you can trade pain. You should train pain. I'm not mm-hmm. trading players that have not one. I don't understand this idea that you're trading good players. That's like that to me. Blue chip and this, and this pertains to the person that you're talking about, Paul. That's an NBA because he used to cover the NBA. That's how an NBA mm-hmm. team thinks. Oh, the contract's coming up. We should trade them. Dude, in the NFL, why? Who's really out here trying to win games, but it's also trading good players? It's just not that common, unless it's a completely yeah. a contract conversation. No one's trading good players just just because they because oh his contract's up next year. We'll replace him with a. So you're gonna draft a DN who's like a year younger than Chase? How does that make any sense? It makes no sense. That make and to that point, um, last time I was talking about that, like how long have we been talking about this team acquiring blue chip players? You've actually drafted blue chip players, they develop mm-hmm. and they're turning into the core of your team. Why would you trade? Why them? in the fuck would you trade Why those you... players? Come on, it, but it, that's it, but that's like the no, flaw that of thinking, sense. right? People always yeah. be like, Well, you need to draft better, you need to draft better, but then when it's time to pay draft picks, oh, you gotta get rid of them. Like which one is it? Do you mm-hmm. want us to draft good players yeah. or not? 
it, it really is a, a maddening thing that they, they do all the time. And this is, speaks more to what I was saying earlier. Like, I can't hear these motherfuckers talk from December to April anymore because they just, I mean, like, the arguments are silly at best. Mm-hmm. And then y'all just kind of say anything. It's like, nobody out here is pounding the table to get rid of Chase or trade Chase. Y'all just are, <laughs> are right. kind of manufacturing this narrative for whatever reason. But I guess you, you got things to talk about. It's April. So let me start here. Is there anything outside of quarterback that you're not looking at on Thursday night? Um, I would throw wide receiver in there. I just don't think there's any wide receivers worth taking a 16, and we're not in the mm-hmm. market for any right now. Anything else besides those two positions um, that is D-tackle. off the board for you at 16? I would say D-line in general. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone on yeah. D-line? Yeah, no. It completely, please ignore the defensive line. Um, I thought I was thinking about this earlier, too. Um, like, the tight end position. Like, obviously, you know, we got question marks with Cole Turner. We don't know. Armani Rodgers, they're all young. Curtis Hodges. Logan Thomas getting long in the tooth. But I'll be honest with y'all. I, I, I'm still – I'm in the middle on that one because that guy, Dalton Kincaid, I'm going to be honest with you. I was looking at some film with him earlier. Um, he looks like he might be a fucking problem. Um, I was originally saying take tight end off the board, but I know Paul, I'm not completely answering your question, but I think that actually might be another option at 16 now, if he's available. Um, I know I kind of completely fucked up that question, but long story short, I I would probably (laughs) just say D line and yeah, like you said, quarterback, wide receiver. Cliff, what do you think? Like I said, I think D line. I am not big on tight ends around one. The only thing I will say, obviously, it's a deep tight end draft. The tight end I would take in the tight ends I would take in round one, you gotta be able to block, man. If you can't block, I'm not taking you around one. Right. So that tells you what tight end I'm looking at, because he's a fucking left tackle running a four six out here. But no, I think D line quarter, quarterback quarterback. <laughs> I'm not gonna say quarterback. The only reason I say that is cause one of those QBs might drop. If one of them does drop, you do have to consider it. I guess more so clear for me. I'm thinking of along the lines of the Hendon Hooker shit. Like, I don't want to see that scenario. But if it was a C.J. Stroud. What about Billy Levis? Something crazy happened with Bryce Young. Wild Bill. You know, I'm a Levis fan. I, I think I think he has potential. Um, I just don't think they're going to be on the board at our pick. I just don't see it. Like you said, these people are all hungry for quarterbacks and – the way they push in this narrative and the teams that are in the top five, like the Colts, you know they thirsty for a quarterback. I can see Levis ending up there, but uh, when he put the mayonnaise in the coffee, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I was like, yo, that, not only am I not drafting you, <laughs> you might need to be checked out, bro. Bill, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would Urlacher all that shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, I have PFF's uh, big board, the top one hundred. And I want to run through the players that I feel could be available to us at 16. Um, and you guys just give me a simple yes, no, maybe. Just give me like kind of like your little breakdown of whether this player is somebody that you would be interested in or somebody you would rather just pass on. And I, I think I'll start around the player number eight. I think anything from eight to like 28 is kind of in play here. Okay, a little cool. rapid fire. All right, cool. <laughs> B. John Robinson. Absolutely. Yes. There's not yes. like no fucking absolutely. question. Absolutely. <laughs> I honestly, I think I might even no be hesitation. a little blown if he's on the board and they don't draft him. I think that's where I'm at. 
He's a three-down back, man. Can do it all. Like, what, what are we talking about here? He has all of yellow jacket potential. I kind of just want us to be fun for once. Our team is never fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can we just, like, we, we've had teams that are defense first, yeah. run heavy. Can we be the fun team? And Cliff, to that point, if run, you know your job is on the line. Okay, you got weapons on the outside. You got a new offensive coordinator who's coming with a big-ass playbook, some good play design. Imagine you plug in Bijan in that offense, man. Don't, don't get me wrong, everybody out there is going to say, well, how are you going to do that? But you don't got no O-line. Understand there's other drag, there's other things you can do to upgrade your O-line. But players like Bijan Robinson don't mm-hmm. come around often, bro. He has that potential. And if for some reason he falls to 16, which is the middle of the draft, where there's no guarantee for anything, and you have the potential to get an immediate impact player. You gotta, I, I think you got to do I it. Have a yeah, hard time I, I'm, that up. yeah, you got to take them. I, I think I want to make it a clean sweep and say yeah, too, as well. And, and the only thing I'll say about this is what I've been saying about it this entire time. To the folks that are screaming positional value, this and that, yeah, I hear you. I hear your argument. But um, the first time he takes a screen past 85 to the house, oh my God. I, I, I just want to see if you have the same energy. Because like you were saying, see, guys, this man is a playmaker and a half. You guys. I mean, he can do anything you can mm-hmm. do. The folks are saying, oh, it's we have Ryan Robinson, he, Antonio like he, Gibson, please. Not please. only can he do anything, yeah. he's like he's a true running back. He toasts the rock like he's been running since he was like yes. two. Like he's one of them. Like that's the same way AP was. Mm-hmm. Um, Ladanian, very similar. Like they just look. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. they just look he's in that class. like they've been doing it their whole lives. Imagine if you do draft him and he does what we expect him to do. We can also take some punishment off of his load by giving B-Rob the ball. You feel me? Like, that could be a one-two punch that is damaging in this league. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to tackle Brian Robinson already. But you plug in Bijan Robinson as your RB1. I mean, that that's a hell of a combination. Everybody knows I'm a huge Gibson fan, but we, we got to be honest with ourselves. You know, the last year of his deal, we don't know if they're going to extend him. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I say that, that is a relation to running backs on the whole. This is not your typical running back. This person is exceptional. Right? When people are like, "It's you shouldn't take a running back in the first round. No, no, you shouldn't take your standard good running back in the first round. Edgerin James, Marshall right. Falk, Ladanian, AP, those are first mm. round picks, period. And if you want to take a fucking mm-hmm. league average left guard yeah. instead, be my guest. Be my guest. <laughs> straight up, straight up, man. Folks talking about let's draft, uh, <laughs> let's draft a guard or a center uh, to secure the O line instead of getting a game breaking, play making, elite of the elite, one percent mm. type running back. I'm like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's the same thing I was saying about uh, Deron Payne. I know that we're kind of getting off topic here. The foes were saying we got to trade Deron Payne or let him walk so we could sign somebody here. I'm like, so you're willing to let an elite player move right. to sign two or three lesser players L- elsewhere. Listen, like, that doesn't make any sense end, to me. When Foolish. we played in the Giants the last couple Foolish. years, all these fucking talking heads locally, they're like, you got to stop Saquon. You got to stop Saquon. Well, what the fuck round you think Saquon went, mm-hmm. man? Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, the next person on the list is uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I know we said no wide receivers, so uh, I'm assuming that's a quick note from both of you guys. Yeah, I'm a pass um, on that. Great player. I like his potential, Kurt. but I'm a pass on that. 
Yeah, because I mean, listen, it, what, what people are applying to the D line, I don't see how it doesn't apply to the slot receiver position. I think I think that Kurt is very valuable, and I think that um, under the right circumstances, I would extend him. Give him another year. Give him another two years, or or whatever. Like he, he's just like I think about what we can do with, the, with um Kurt Samuel, Eric uh, Bianami, and Andy that, yep. that is. Yep designed to use him the way that he should have been used since the get-go yep. um yeah you don't have players like that just walking around Listen, like slot receivers are a dime a dozen but he's Jake more than a slot receiver bro mm-hmm. is okay i'm about to say don't get don't don't overreact when i say this that's like a justin jefferson year one impact that's my prediction right there whoa that's all i'm gonna say this might have made me fall out my chair and i always bro. say that because whoa. he didn't play last year that's that's the only reason why it's even a conversation that he would be available. The motherfucker, would, what did he get, have versus Utah in the Rose Bowl? Like 350, 400 yards? Yeah, it was stupid. He was the it, best it was of those it receivers. Alave and uh, who, who's the, uh, who was the other one? He was better. Yeah, you, you had him over Garrett Wilson. I still think about Utah. what he did versus uh, who who did he tear up in the Rose Bowl? Utah. Utah? Yeah. yeah, man. Seared into my memory. The same way that Saquon went off versus USC, or I think it was him and Godwin in that Rose Bowl. Just like, yeah. I just, I don't know anything, but I know them two all niggas I, are all dogs. All I'll say is, <laughs> you could talk me into it. Hell of a football player. That's, that's all I'm going to say about him. <laughs> all right, next on the list, Dalton Kincaid, Corey's man. Um, mm. Corey, Corey's already in on that. I'm going to follow up and say yes. I, uh, I like him a lot, man. I've heard somebody call him Kelsey. He's not Kelsey. Uh, yeah. I, that's kind of ridiculous. But what he is is a big target with great hands. And what I like most about him is that he's not like a lumbering sort of big body out there like guy, but he is like slippery, I guess is the way I would describe mm-hmm. him. And he's just, he catches everything. He's fast. He goes up and gets it. Like he, He's like Dallas Goddard, except like a little bit more elusive, I would say, which is a great – I kind like Kincaid. Compliment to what we have here. He absolutely Cliff, destroyed uh, USC. Think? I think he had like 220 on him. Destroyed. Here's my thing, though. The tight ends you guys just named, <laughs> what rounds did those guys go? Right? Like, sure, I know Dallas got it was the second Kincaid round. Like, yeah. 240? I can't do it. I, I, You got to be able to block if I take you round one. Like, I, it needs to be that, like, if you're out there, we're not worried about, oh, can he hold up in the run? If that's a question about you at tight end, I can't take you in round one. Facts. I can't do it. And don't get me wrong, Cliff. It took me a while to even come around to that because I've was i I've been completely against us drafting tight end because at first I was more along of Michael Merritt. That was my guy at first. Um, but I feel you, though, if you can't beat a total package, especially going first round, 16th overall pick, Chances are I'm probably going to say no. Oh, yeah. I'm just picturing him being a safety. Oh, no, I'm with Sam you on Howell, that. I, I think I, the other I, thing with tight ends is they usually don't contribute to one. Straight up. Facts. But if, if we're talking about B. John Robinson and, and being a playmaker, that's, you know, maybe not great positional value. I mean, like, Kincaid could eventually be a good tight end for Sam Howell or whatever quarterbacks here down the pipeline. I mean, like, you could argue that, I mean – there wouldn't be a, a pick on offense that would elevate a position that we already have, like Kincaid. I'm telling you right now, Darno, you know, as a compliment to the tight end, is going no to be a dog. Just you wait. 
a dog. Just like a dog, a special player, man. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Um, Next pick, Anthony Richardson. Uh, again, I know we said no quarterbacks, but, you know, I think he's the one out of the four quarterbacks that if they fell, and I, I don't think that Bryce Young is falling to 16. Like, it's not happening. But he's the one out of the four that I wouldn't really consider at 16 if something were to happen. Just because you, you need somebody to play now. And from what I have what I can gather, he's, they, he, he needs they some time. They claim he needs some and, time. And uh, I don't think that Ron's going to. They gonna, claim he needs some time. But I don't know about yeah. that. I, <laughs> I'll put it like this. If if the point of the draft, especially when it, to me, like if it, you're drafting quarterbacks in round one, you should be drafting based on the idea this quarterback can become the b- best QB in the league. Like whether whether it's likely or not is like a mm-hmm. different conversation. But I'm not drafting no fucking Kenny Pickett's in round one. All right, like this is a physically limited player. <laughs> Anthony Richardson is easily the best athlete I've seen at quarterback. His arm strength is ridiculous. Yeah, now I'm a Florida fan. That was the worst group of receivers Florida's ever had. The worst. I don't think a single one of those guys is going to play in the NFL. The offense was a mess. He hasn't played a lot. But when you can throw and run like that, man, at that size... We can figure out how to use you in year one, bro. I'm with you, Cliff. With the right coach. I'm, listen, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And believe me, as much as people have been talking about Anthony Richardson, you have been on him since middle of last year. So I trust your opinion on him. Do you think he could play right away? And, he and could play right away. Take, Look, listen, I feel like in up the NFL, speed? especially when it comes to quarterback, these coaches make excuses. Every time they're like, oh, this, this, this player wasn't ready. This player can't pick up the offense. Aren't you the fucking coach? Like, how come it's, I like it's shit, always... I hate that shit. So well, much. the player it's... wasn't what we, like, mentally there. It's like, that's ridiculous. It's like, they, they like to talk about that offense shit mm-hmm. sometimes like they're, they're fucking rocket scientists. I see that shit with mm-hmm. Kyle. Yep. Listen, I'm not going to accuse It's your job to put him in position, motherfucker. I don't think it's a coincidence that the one QB he seems to not be able to use is Trey Lance. But you can use Brock Purdy. Got it. The idea that you've taken lesser talented players in round one, bro. Cliff, I agree with you on all that shit, man. Um, I don't know, man. (laughs) Because we've had this discussion about Richardson. Obviously, his ceiling... I think his ceiling is probably higher than all the quarterbacks coming out just because of what he could bring to the game. Um, but like you said, the coaches, the way they go about it, saying the person's not ready, this and that. I, do we trust our staff? But obviously, enemy, he's new. Maybe he could be the one to say, you know what, I can't put him in position to make plays and be a success with his offense. But I just don't see us going that route. I'm not saying I wouldn't personally want him here, but for what I think they're going to do, I would probably just say no. But I think his ceiling... He could be a fucking problem, man. Seriously, like, I think he can run any offense if we keep it at a buck, especially the way the Eagles use Hurts, the way the Ravens use Lamar, like, Buffalo with Josh Allen. He's got the arm talent. He can run. Like, he, he can do it all. He just hasn't played a lot of games, like you said. So, 
I would envision him more like a Jalen Hurts than a Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying he can't run, but Lamar literally can do anything that the great running backs can do. I'm not saying that Richardson can't do that, but like I, mm-hmm. I would trust him right away on, in like a one to two read offense where there's a power running element, like where you know it's something that's simplified right off the off bucks. Like it wouldn't be the prettiest offense off off break, but if well, you saw some pretty, like, put some like, points on the board. November or like November, and you see him like turning that yeah, corner, and you see I mean, things start to pop on tape. Yeah, I can see that happening, no doubt. Yeah, right. for sure. Th- that's like the biggest issue for Richardson is really the offense that he yeah. played in in college. Right, he had multiple coordinates. He he's had to be in multiple offices. He has not mm-hmm. played a lot, but I don't see how you can watch Justin Fields athletically dominate that field last year and then be like, mm-hmm. "Well, Facts. I don't know about this guy. Facts. He's a better athlete than Fields." So, yep. the, the position is changing. Yep, these kind of guys you need. To, if you can't draft him and develop him, that's on you, coach. Yep, you shouldn't be here. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, um, next on my list is Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. This is the guy I originally wanted at 16, like right after the season ended, before he kind of became like the darling of draft circles and he kind of uh, moves into the top 10 sort of situation. If he's there at 16, sprint. Don't walk to the podium and draft that man because he's going to be – I think him and yeah. um, the boy out of Illinois are neck and neck with their spoon. As far as who the best in the draft is going to be, sure. Yo, g- give me Gonzalez, man. He, he's not like the the, the hitter, the, the physical player that Witherspoon is, but he's super duper fluid. Like he got hips, feet. Mm-hmm. Like he, he makes everything look pretty. Like I, I trust guys like that to be able to like match up with the quicker receivers because they have the footwork to match them. I, I would be very very happy with that kind of pick. I'm with you on that. I just don't see him sliding to 16. I honestly think he's the best corner on the board. But that's a no-brainer. You 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 sprint to the table. You don't even look back. Like he's got he got the whole package, man. Like you said, mm-hmm. fluids. He got size. He got speed. Can play man. Can play zone. He does it all. Uh, uh you know me when it comes to corners, man. If you can't tackle, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> we're just gonna have a problem. We're gonna have a problem. The first time Tony Pollard breaks it outside and you fucking whiff and he goes to the house. Mm. I'm not gonna give It'll a shit about sick. your back pedaling, man. I, I was. Mm, that's true. I also feel like in the league Good. now, okay. they target corners that can't tackle more now. Mm-hmm. They throw bubble screens at you, like right at you. Yep. <laughs> those y'all know what it's like when the corner either doesn't want to be physical, like Bill Jackson, or is just out here mm. whiffing. I I I, I get yeah, weary about those. He has a lot of talent, like physical ability as a to cover. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you are going to be mainly a cover guy, then you got to have elite ball skills for me. Like, you got to be someone who I think, okay, you can't tackle, but you might pick one off. Like like Marcus Peters, those types. Like, Peters is not the mm-hmm. greatest tackler. But he but picks he a, he'll pick a pass off. He'll cause a fumble. Yep. That's my only thing with Gonzalez. There's one corner, yeah. Paul. I'm hoping you say his name because that's there's one I want. I know we're not gonna draft him, but to Cliff's point about being physical, like there's one I've got my eye on. Um, but go ahead. Well, maybe he's on the list. I I don't think Witherspoon's on this list. I think he's higher um, than eight on the PFF mm. top hundred. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you guys right now. Witherspoon is 
He's number four on on, on mm. PFS, right after uh, who's number one? Bryce Young, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. My only thing with my only thing with Will Anderson. I mean, was he like this two years ago? No. Then I get I get worried. And you know, I watch Big Ten football. I feel like two years ago I wasn't hearing much about Witherspoon. But I, you know, what's funny? I remember you making the same point about Jamin Paul. Going into that draft. Yeah. Just how yeah. fast Rogers is making and, nervous. And especially a corner yeah. where it's like, and he was playing before. It wasn't like Jamin mm-hmm. where you went from not playing all the time, now you're playing. He's been playing. So yeah. that makes me a little, although he's physical as hell, yeah. though. So I yeah. can't. <laughs> the next two on my list are D linemen, uh, Nolan Smith from Georgia, and uh, Kalisha Kansi, I hope I pronounced that correct, from Pittsburgh, D-lineman. They both tested off the charts, but they're just positions that we really uh, shouldn't be looking at right now. Or I, I'd be surprised if we're looking at um, you guys are either uh, thoughts on either of those dudes or just kind of let's just keep it Nola pushing. Smith is nice. I'm a fan of Kansi. Oh, yeah, both of them are nice. So is he. going to be a very lucky <laughs> team out there. Yeah, I just don't want us to draft him. Not at 16. Yeah. Uh, next guy on my list is some a guy that I'm really keeping an eye on. I uh, would be really interested to see what happens on Thursday night. Uh, Brian Branch from Alabama. Uh, that's a resounding yes for me because he uh, didn't test well, but uh, in terms of what he can do, he uh, plays a lot of free safety. He can play some slot corner that kills two birds with one stone, allows us to keep five DBs on the field at all times, and you can move them around like in a way that you can't even really move curl around like he can literally line up against a slot receiver and play him or you can play linebacker or you can play free safety and i think that allows you to keep uh curling force in positions that uh they can take advantage of their own skill sets as well they're not really forced to do too much you can just have them do exactly what where they're where they've shown them to be special so that's a yes for me with brian branch what do you guys think yeah like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a yes that's a major yes reminds yeah. me a little like gardner johnson honey badger like he got that he got that it factor in his game. Like you said, you can line him up anywhere. Obviously, we're yeah. not really high on linebackers anyway, so he's someone who you could plug and play. You can move him around with Cam Curl. Like he's just I an, mean, he's just an impact player on your defense. Right. To me, he's what Bobby McCain he, he fills the role that Bobby McCain vacated. A, like almost like a carbon copy, except he's just a, a better athlete. Better. Bobby McCain. I did yeah. not realize he tested so poorly. But I don't even care. He did. Like in some ways, I don't, I don't care. I mean, he's a playmaker. Like, look at that film. What that film tell you, Glue? I didn't. He didn't look like that when I saw him play. Mm-mm. Also, Mm-mm. man, you know how it is for me, man. Defense. Who? I don't care what position it is on defense. If I don't read, if I don't see the word physical listed in your strengths, mm-hmm. you can't be on my defense, man. Brian Branch right. is physical. He's going to make tackles, yep. especially like playing in that McCain spot. You can't put him in that McCain spot versus good slot receivers. And that's fine. That's fine. You could put him in a lot of places, man. Really good player. Yep. He will impact the game. Off. Yep. Give me a team of guys on defense who can fucking tackle. Dogs. Get yeah, to the ball. See ball, get, get ball. Yep. Sign me up. Sign me up at 16. Straight up, man. What about Paris Johnson, 
Jr. Uh, I'd be shocked if he were there. I think he might be the first tackle off the board if you don't count Saransky because I, I don't know if he's going to be listed as a tackle or guard. Uh, probably tackle. But he could be there at 16, and I think that I would definitely take a look at him. I know that he might not have a spot to play right away. Uh, listen, well, let me say something first. If they draft him on, on Thursday night and you're like, oh, well, where is he going to play? I'll tell you. Wiley is kicking his ass in the garden. He's going to be playing either left or right tackle. I don't know if Leno's going to be moving or not, but he's a, a day one starter. They would make it work. Right. And um, honestly, you should consider yourself lucky if you get Paris Johnson at 16. Oh, he's just so fucking he's gonna, Yeah, he's so a really loopy, dude, dog. A little bit of stability at left tackle or right tackle that you haven't had at either spot in forever. So, Bruh, yes. we are a team that has had the Trent Williams and Chris Samuels of the world. Paris Johnson is my guy. I just don't think he's going to be at 16, but I've watched this man. He's Big Ten. You know I'm Big Ten. Big Ten football. This motherfucker blocks his ass off. He is an immediate upgrade on our old line. Hey, I understand, Leno, you play left tackle, but we come out here and train a cam, and if Paris Johnson looks like a wall, Leno, we oh, bump yeah. your ass to the other side. Get Deal with it. Deal with it, veteran, because Paris Johnson is real deal. I'm, that, I'm not going to lie to y'all. That's really kind of like my dream scenario as far as old lineman at 16. I just don't think he's gonna be there. But if he's there, that's that's an immediate, that's an instant upgrade to our O line. Like <laughs> you can move Cosby to the left guard. You can slide Leno over to the right. Like you can move Wiley inside. You can do whatever you want at center with Gates, Ruye, Larson, whatever. But you add Paris Johnson to that the O line. That's hey man, that's instant impact, bro. Six six three fifteen, some shit like that. Like he's big body wall. I I, yeah. I, I do that. No hesitation. Bro. No hesitation. Put the call in, nope. man. And where does he play? I don't even care where he plays. Right tackle, left tackle. Doesn't matter, Cliff, because he's going to block his ass off. All right, next on my list is Miles Murphy from Clemson, another edge rusher. I know we said no no edge rushers on this list, but um, good player, but not for us at 16 for sure. Yeah. Right? I'm with you on that. Good player. Right. Definitely good player. Um, What about Deontay Banks? I, is, is this the man you was talking about, C-Gas? I feel this guy who you're referencing a few minutes ago. No. As far as cornerback. It's not? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Deontay Banks is um very much on the board of 16, I, and I would very much be interested in that. There's a lot of cornerbacks we've been eyeing the past few months. He is one that's kind of been creeping, like kind of on the fringe of the first round for a few months, and I don't know why he hasn't been getting more love. I mean, he kind of got more love when he – Blew up the combine, but he put together a lot of good tape in Maryland too. Um, a 42 inch vert, that's mm. ridiculous. 11 4 in the broad jump, it's just a fucking physical freak. Ran a, th- a 4 3 5 corner, meaty need in two different facets in your return game and at cornerback. So, yeah, that's that's yes for me, bro. I like those. Mar- the Maryland corners were all right. Um, I was gonna ask y'all, Cliff, because I'm, I'm be y'all know, I, I didn't really watch much of Maryland football this year. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember Banks flashing to me like they that. Two good corners. Um, but I do. I mean, I've I've, I've seen. Yeah, they they said he's good in coverage. He's physical. A kid's name Jacorian. Again, that's the same thing about uh, Witherspoon. And maybe it's on me, but I don't recall you being that good last day, like the previous year. That's the only also, thing with Banks. He also tested really well. He is one that is very similar to Jamin in some ways, right? Because I don't. I think mm-hmm. had he would he run like a six. He ran like a four three, right? Low four threes. Yeah, four three five. If he runs a four four five, we're probably not even having this conversation. It doesn't even make him any less a player. Yeah. Right. You end yeah. up going mid round. You get somebody going middle round one because of how you tested. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, big corner. Why not? 
Just listen. The yeah. only thing about corner is, yeah, some of these niggas get drafted around one and come out here and get cooked from day one. Yep. Like I feel like you know if the corner can play from the start. You out here getting cooked in preseason. We read about you getting cooked in training camp. Yep. So that's the only tricky thing with corner. I feel like with corner we might go uh, second or third round with corner. He is kind of like a, like a uh, faster riser, and I maybe I did give him a little bit more you know eyes because he's a Maryland boy, and I, I mean I'm always watching Maryland football. I've been a fan of his. Him and Jacory yeah. and Bennett are both really good players, and I think that they both will have good careers in the NFL. Yeah, if he's there, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I, I've been leaning towards Witherspoon and Gonzalez. There was a while when I was looking at Joey Porter Jr., like Cam Smith at 16, but he kind of worked his way into that conversation as well. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I would agree with that. He's part of that conversation for sure. He just scared, He just scares me, man. Like you said, the fast risers. I'm not saying he can't get it done. He does have potential, but I didn't hear that about him, you know, going into the college football season, like, I kind of heard like like Cliff mentioned. Once he ran that four three five forty, I just remember watching NFL Network. They were like, "Oh my God, Deontay Banks!" Like, yeah, he's measurable. This ain't this this that. Like, but hey, I mean, it's a need. Yeah. He's got the tools, so it's an option. All right. What about um, Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame? Next on my list. Um, we'll talk a little more about him later. Um, we we'll talk about who we don't want. Um, that's the guy that I would avoid at all costs. I know that Cliff said, you know, tight ends that block are only ones that he would draft. I just don't see it with mm. him. Like he might be a good blocker. He's not a first round type of player to me. Like he's to me, he's not special enough to be a somebody I take at sixteen. That's just my opinion on him. <laughs> I take him. Um, <laughs> I kind of, but kind of like how I said about Kincaid. Like I was never, I wasn't truly all about us taking a tight end at sixteen. But Mayer was the one that was dominating college. We we've seen it. Like. He gets open. He doesn't flash. Like, he doesn't have the breakaway speed or nothing like that, but he blocks his ass off. You don't got to worry about helping him in the block in the pass pro. And he's going to get open as a tight end. He got surefire hands. Like, he's a baller. Um, but obviously, there's better options for us at 16. Um, but for me, I kind of put him in a Dalton Kincaid. I'd probably lean like I, I could see it. I wouldn't mind it. I just wouldn't prefer it, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think um, he's a baller. I feel like. Going into last year, was it last year's draft? What, what year was Fry move? Two years ago? Um, years ago. So, years ago, yeah. Going into that college year, everybody had Fry move way up there, right? They're tomorrow going first round. I can't remember who the other tight end was, but it was like, him. oh, it was Kyle Pitts. Pitts went, yeah, Pitts went top mm-hmm. 10. Pitts. Going into that year, it was him and Friar Muth. He was my Friar Muth going round one. Then Friar Muth didn't test well, and then he ended up dropping. Friar Muth's probably going to catch like 600 balls in the NFL. Right? Like, he's that, he's going to be that type of guy. Mirjai reminds me of Jason mm-hmm. Witten. I'm taking Jason Witten in round one. Mm. Like, based on what I know now. The Witten cop. Interesting. Take, like, yeah. Mayor seems like one of those guys who is he like the elite athletic tight end? Nah, but he's the dude has been a balling ass tight end mm-hmm. since he was like twelve, right? Like he knows how to play <laughs> the position. He he wasn't moved from yep. wide receiver to tight end. It's not one of those. He's playing the position. He he might not wow. But I feel like whatever if he whatever team he goes on, that's a ten year pro. 
immediately. Instant impact. I mean, remember when he set foot on Notre Dame's yeah. campus? He was balling freshman Baby year. Brock, he was ready man. for him to come out there. Like, yeah, do it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I, I'm Pause on that. Yeah. Uh, nah, I'm not interested. I mean, he can play. He definitely can play. I mean, his stats are impressive. I mean, 18 touchdowns, over 2,000 yards receiving. Like, he definitely can catch the ball. If I had my way about it, like, I would rather take somebody like Darnell Washington because he has – like the size advantage, the, the, the supreme size to be like, I'm just blocking you out, nigga, like, like in the clips, right? <laughs> and then you have on the other end of the spectrum, you have something like Dalton Kincaid that's a supreme pass catcher. Like if I'd rather have yeah. one of those, one of the two guys, you know, like, you know, lean one way or the other, like it just seems that Mayor is kind of like, he does both well, but he's not great at either. And that's why I would rather have one of the other two. Oh, no. I just, it seems like tight end is one of the positions where, Obviously, it's great to have a freak of nature athlete there, but facts. <laughs> it seems like there, there are plenty of guys who have had a lot of success at that position without being some crazy athlete. It just seems it yeah. just seems like it's been yeah. it's one of those positions. I feel like he's the kind of guy he's going to contribute year one. Absolutely. So I hear you the upside. <laughs> Absolutely. Of Maybe. He might be the one to end up in Dallas. But I get I get Jason Witten vibes from him, man. I just get Witten vibes. Yeah. I can see that. I can see just that. A little like consistent. He might not. He's not going to mm-hmm. go catch one, take it 50. But he's about to kill you 15, 20. So take it 35. Catch eight of them. <laughs> Good hands. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I like those tight ends, man. Because you can, they're reliable in the red zone. They catch the ball in traffic. And there ain't no fucking converted wide receiver here trying to line up in the slot all the damn time. There's, like, value in that. <laughs> Listen, we had Jordan Reed here. There were times where we were like, well, we can't run the ball because this guy can't block anyone. I feel in that. Um, that. He fits in a few spots. Dallas is an interesting spot for him for sure. And he, he might even be around when Dallas picks, like, around – I think Dallas is probably, like, 25, 24, something like that. That's mm-hmm. probably where, like the neighborhood he's looking at right now, if not a little bit later. But interesting for sure. Um, the next two guys, I'm going to we'll do them um, together. Uh, Broderick Jones at Georgia and Darnell Wright at Tennessee, both uh, projecting as left tackles. Uh, I said this to you guys in the chat, I think it was matter yesterday, that somebody called Darnell Wright Trent Williams, and you responded to Cliff saying, why the what, fuck again? is he not going top five? <laughs> like, Trent Williams right. was, wait, who, it was him first, so cool, right? It was, right? Yep. Right. Donald uh, Wright looks like a good player. If you compare out here comparing him to Trent Williams, then he should be the, the number two player on your board, number one player on your board. He's, okay. he's going to compare him to yep. Hall of Famers, but then have him like 19th on your board. Like, how does that make sense? I, we talked about this a couple of years ago, or maybe last year it wasn't. I was like, I forgot who the quarterback was like, oh, he's Josh Allen. I'm like, well, no, he's not Josh Allen. Because there's only one Josh Allen mm-hmm. out here. Like, how does that make sense? <laughs> I mean, either one would be a good addition, though, man. Like, obviously, we know we need O-line impact. We need we need starters. And Darnell Wright, that's right up Riverboat's alley, yeah. position flex. Brother so, Jones was the one eating the yeah, plug and play along the line for us, for sure. That was him? The one that, like, turned to the camera and ate the wing during the TCU game? Y'all are, I yeah, y'all remember, remember that? They were, eating wings. I remember <laughs> they were beating the shit out of TCU. <laughs> they were eating wings on the sideline. He turned to the camera, ate a wing right in front of the camera. Um, 
I think the weird thing about the Georgia players is they're all they're seemingly faceless players, right? Like Roger Jones is a very good player, five star recruit, right? Like all those mm-hmm. things, but none of their players. It's weird when you watch Georgia; their players usually don't stand out, like individually, right? Except for like uh, the, mm-hmm. the D lineman, usually. The, like Carter or like Carter. Kobe Dean stood out in college, but a lot of their guys don't stand out yep. on the field the same way that like other yep. teams guys do. Jones is a good player. Uh, my man yeah. from Tennessee, good player. Wright's a good player. But this is day one. That's my only concern with this first round pick. This person yeah. needs to contribute next year. You can't go through, is he ready? Is he not ready? He's in the wrong position. You can't have a Jamin situation, man. Mm-hmm. This player can't, needs to can't be do it. like cannot do it. I don't even. I don't even need to hear about you playing camp. We need to draft someone where it's like Dotson, where it's like, oh shit, this guy is nice, and it's just known from the start. I'm with you on that. Shouldn't be a day um, one where he's right. working with the third, third team, second play. You should be. You should automatically be able to come in. He got work his way into the rotation. We need the impact. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have. Can't afford <laughs> that, coach. <laughs> I didn't realize that Darnell yeah. Wright was a four-year starter in Tennessee. I mean, mm-hmm. he got the he got all the, the tape on on um available to us. We've seen him dominate uh, in the SEC for a long time. I mean, I think Broderick Jones might be a two-year starter. I don't it's think he started all all three years at Georgia. <laughs> um, it's hard, yeah, uh, straight up, it's very hard to do something like that. <laughs> um, I'll even throw Anton Harrison because he's a mm-hmm. little bit further down this list. Um. He's still in that in this twenty player uh, thing we're doing, but yeah, uh, what's your thoughts on someone like Anton Harrison? It's funny because I haven't heard a lot of people talk about him except for like Logan Paulson. But Logan, he was pretty high on Anton. I'm not gonna act like I know a lot about him, but he seems like he thinks he got the whole bag. Um, but he also thinks that somebody he's a player that we could potentially trade down from sixteen to get later in the first round. Um, but based well, on what I've been reading, they say he has a high ceiling. He's just not. He doesn't I, have the name like the Darnell Wrights, the Paris Johnson. You know what I mean? Because you know where Anton went to high school. He went to he went to Carroll. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah he's so he's boy. a DC boy. So, I know that. Shit, <laughs> Nico, that's all you had to say. Hey man, that's all I can say. Voice. I'm not, you know where I stand on that. I take Anton all day. Yeah, he went to Carroll, man. <laughs> Paulson is real high on him. He's a dog, and he thinks he should be the pick. Listen, I feel like with all, with that group of tackles, the ones you just named, um, and you can even throw um, the mountain from Ohio State. What's my uh, Dewan Jones in there? I feel like that just comes yeah. from preference. They seem like all varying levels of the same level player. One of them might not work out in the league. One yep. of them probably might end up being like a Pro Bowl. Yep. You just gotta get it right. It's four of them. And it's, it's it's hard to know which – it just comes mm-hmm. out of personal preference with the four. But you can't go wrong with any of those four. If they draft one of those four, I'm not going to be like, how dare you? The next guy on the list is Joey Porter Jr. And this ding, is a ding, guy – Ding, You knew that was Corey's guy. <laughs> Corey, don't you feel like people have on Joey Porter the past couple of months? Say it again. Like, he was firmly an option at 16. And yeah. as yeah. close to the draft, he's kind of been like – push further and further down the first round. I mean, I'll start by saying I would take him at 16, but has anybody else noticed that he's been kind of like I getting shot? definitely noticed that. Um, 
Apparently, he didn't run a great 40 or some shit, right? I want to say it was like late four or five. He ain't run like, like some the shit other like guys ran. Um, but for me, per- yeah, yeah, he didn't run like Gonzalez, Witherspoon, and all them guys. But bro, like, come on, man. This is <laughs> you talk about football pedigree. Come on, bro. Like, and even his old well, the player that we drafted last year, Jahan Dotson, said it himself. The guy that made him better was Joey Porter. Like, the dude literally can play. He's an elite man coverage cornerback, man. I know that's obviously we're primarily zone. Um, but he's got the whole package, man. Like Cliff mentioned earlier, you want a corner that's going to come up and tackle. You don't want nobody that's going to have a bubble screen and just whiff and give up a quick 80 to CD Lamb. Like, Joey Porter's coming up, hitting just like his daddy did out Pittsburgh. Like, he's got that dog in him. Um, <laughs> I've watched him many years of Big Ten football, bro. Like, I think he could do it all, man. I just... I don't see how he's not a fit for us. Um, I, I, I would, I would not be upset at that if that's the pick. Like, that's, yeah. I think that's a home run. Big fan. I don't know. I think I'm alone. what might happen with Porter though is because they had a rough season, didn't Penn State? Penn State had a rough year, I, and I feel like they did. He, they did for sure. This is even. I don't even think there's anything necessarily wrong. It's I completely understand like the the, the thought process. I think he might have started thinking about just trying to stay healthy. Your team is terrible. Yeah. You're supposed to be a first-round pick. You're not really trying to get injured, and you're already being projected to be that high. You know what I mean? Because um, mm-hmm. it seems – based on what I've seen, I feel like his season two years ago was way better than the season he had this year. And what, and he ran what Facts. he ran for six. So I feel like when corners don't run that four or three, then they start, oh, is he fast enough? I'll take him all day. Would have no problem if that was a pick. All day. None. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you on, on this. And I was just looking at his RAS, and it's it's funny to, to see that he ran a four four seven, and people are calling his speed just average. Crazy. Like, that's crazy, Paul. That's yeah. how crazy the wide receivers are in this league now. It's like if you're not running four threes, yeah. we, we consider you slow, which is wild. You're talking about 6'2", 6'2 and a half, 193, ideal length. I mean, he actually tested not terribly. Like, he ran a good 40. He had a great broad jump. Vertical was pretty good at 35 inches. Like, he's a good cornerback. Like you said, man, he has the lineage, man. His dad was a fucking menace in the league. Menace. For 15 years, this is the type of player that you never have to worry about being not prepared for games. Mm -hmm. This man is going to be ready to rock every Sunday if you draft him at 16. So, I would definitely do it. Nope. Um, I don't know if he's a slot guy. He's he's probably a boundary corner, Definitely. and I don't know how that would work with like your current you mean, uh, situation at cornerback. But definitely, yeah, move bump Kendall ass inside. Figure that shit out, Del Rio, Maga Jack. <laughs> the next guy I want to talk about uh, is a wide receiver, so not somebody we should be looking at, but Jordan Addison. He's kind of um where I don't really mind if some people test poorly. Jordan Addison, his his testing kind of worried me. He kind of reminds me a little bit of like Peter Wark back what twenty five years ago, where he was such a dominant player in college. He just doesn't have the speed to really be an effective uh, pro wide receiver. I'm not saying that he's going to be bad or he's even going to like not be a talented player, but he's not somebody that I would look at that high. Like he just doesn't have the tools that I look for in a wide receiver, like the physical tools. Like he's not. Overly big. He's kind of a slight guy. How much does he weigh? I think he came yeah, in at like 170 pounds. And he's also 
not fast, not twitchy. It's like, no, I, I don't think that I could take you at 16 or anywhere in the first round, really. You think so? <laughs> route running. His route running is excellent. Catches the ball in traffic. He's going to cook in the slot. And he got hands. That boy got hands, man. He, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want us to take a first round, but I think, I think he got some more potential. Paul, I don't know. I'm surprised you don't like him. I, I don't know why. Like, I just, I was, I, I was thinking about like comps for all these players, and I kept looking at like him and just thinking the exact same way I thought about Peter Work so long ago. Like, oh, he was dominant in, in the league. I know he's not fast, but you know, he'll he'll make it work. And obviously, this is, is uh, there's guys who don't test well and yeah, have good you- careers. I'm just saying I wouldn't take him at 16. Yeah, you know, Paul, so imagine if he flames out. Peter Ward was just before his time. Right? Like, Peter Ward was in Definitely. a very, like, think about the that. league he got drafted into and what the offenses looked like. Oh, my God. Was there even a slot guy? Yep. Like, think, you even think about the those Rams teams. It, it was sort of weird to see a team that had three, like, Ricky Prohl, and Azakim like putting up numbers because teams Facts. basically were out here just running with two wide receivers yep. most of the time. If you think about the way some of these guys mm-hmm. get used now coming in the league, Peter Warwick would Peter Warwick would cook in the league, man. He He'd would dominate right now. I saw, yeah. I saw Peter Warwick highlight really the other day on Twitter, like bro, way before his time. Oh my god, yeah, did it all: kick return, punt return, slot outside. The reverse, he'll run a fucking reverse 80 yards. Like, come on, man. Um, he did it but Addison, way before Addison's his time. a true wide receiver, though. I think he's going to be good in the slot. It, but you're right, 16, I wouldn't do the 16. That's fair. That's 100% fair. What about Quinn Jefferson? Absolutely not. Quentin Quinn Johnson. Um, no. I will no longer be drafting <laughs> any TCU wide receivers to the Washington football team. That is a negative. No. And, What's funny is he, I think he has the same exact build as, as he does. Dot, 6'4", 215. Like he looks like Dotson. Same hands too. Yeah. Um it was uh was it Steve Smith was talking about how he really struggles to high point the ball. And for a six four receiver, like I, I don't want to hear that okay. you can't high point no no passes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a guy that was uh, definitely a first round pick before before like the bowl uh the semifinal game i think he had a good game versus michigan too but then he's just been sliding and sliding and sliding and the more i think about it like yeah i don't really know if he fits a profile somebody i would want as a first rounder kind of reminds me of your man that came out of west b what was his name um there you go go. he reminds me of him a lot a lot of got hurt i'm i'm gonna cut i don't know what it is because he the man fucked his knees up every year seemingly my thing with Quentin Johnson is, yeah, you don't look that fast when you play. Like you just kind of look at all. I mean, no offense to Big Twelve football, but you're just kind of bullying people. It's not really the. You know who else he kind of plays like? Look, hey, but Benjamin was all right. Wow. He was. But, but <laughs> I felt like Benjamin also knew how to use his body. I don't know. Johnson slipped in the draft. I'm, I'm, I wasn't yeah. high on him to begin with. His hands are a little yeah. too suspect for me. They shaky. They shaky, man. Too shaky yeah, for me. I, I, I can't trust you. If you can't catch, I already can't trust you. Can't win and with him. 
big body receiver and your con card should be going up and making those tough so catches you, and you can't do it. Like I just don't really have a, a place for you. Right. I, I, I don't know if he, how far he's going to slide in the draft. I mean, I think he's definitely going to slide in the first round for sure. I definitely think that. Um, where in the second round he goes is, is a question. I, like if, I, if, I, if, I don't know. If, I don't if, really if the scouting report right says now. your hands are a question mark, then you can't be a wide receiver on the team. It's literally a pre-rep. Catch yeah. the ball. Man. Yep. <laughs> like, I mean, that's his job, to catch the fucking hands. ball. <laughs> that can't be in the cons list, man. I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah. Um, let's get through these last two really quick. Um, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State and Luca, and Luca Van Ness from Iowa. Let's just talk about them together really quick. Um, I like Forbes a lot. I don't give a shit that he weighs 166 pounds. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter that much. He has 14 career picks, and I think I said I read the record. Six That's the record. Pick sixes. Mm. Uh, clearly, he is That's a ball hawk. Ball hawk. Yeah, yeah, it's NCAA record. And clearly, he knows what to do with the ball once he catches it. Um, for a defense that doesn't really convert a lot of turnovers into quick scores, um, and has a lot to do with the offense and the quarterback. But uh, yeah, give me a guy that can get his hands on the ball and score when he does it uh, all day. This is one of those fast risers that, yeah, he's a fast riser, but I feel like it has more to do with people just getting over themselves and realizing that a 170 pound cornerback is draftable, no matter, um, you know, what you, what you think about how he holds a versus run. Like this motherfucker is a playmaker and he's been a playmaker for years now. And um, I definitely would take a look at him. Uh, Luca Van Ness. I know that you guys said no defensive ends. Uh, I like Luca Van Ness. He's, he's a good dog. player. Some teams are gonna come up with him. He's a good Iowa player. Iowa has um, some dogs on. He's he a fuck, yeah, he's man. that linebacker is another one. Yep. They also got a white corner. They also had a white Jack corner. Campbell. That's he my man. Nice as Jack. No, because Maybe no, because I like to qualify the white part, but yeah, <laughs> white corner NFL. I'm not counting for that. You don't count. <laughs> Why do you what think I said Seahorn? Oh, let me find this guy real quick. He was no, no, the corner from Iowa. You talking about Jason Seahorn? Nah, it's about Riley Moss. Corner, his name at Iowa. Oh, corner from Iowa. Okay. Hmm. Next name is Riley they had, Moss. They had, the blackest name they ever, had too. Some dogs on defense, <laughs> man. That's just nice. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. Absolutely not. So you saying you taking him at sixteen then? <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, 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 whoa! I would definitely, I, mean, be, I would consider Forbes. I don't want. I, we already spoke on the DNPs. I'm not taking Van Ness. Um, he a dog though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's a, <laughs> he's an impact player. Um, but of the two, I would lean Forbes. I don't care about like you said, Paul. About that one seven, yeah, guys, guys. Press move came out weighing one fifty five, and he was trapped. But my thing, though, Cliff, he gonna, you know, he's going to add a little muscle when you get to the league. You're not going to stay 170. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they said like, Sauce was like, Sauce was coming out. Um, and I'm, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not compared. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. But, but he's a ball hawk. You know what I'm saying? That, you, we, that, our defense needs people to get to the ball, find the ball. We got a bunch of solid defensive players that do like their him. job, but we need some more like, playmates. I like Forbes a lot. Yeah. And he's physical, makes plays in the That's a small guy, yeah, though, man. man. I'm a fan. Yep. So here's the thing. Here's my thing with Smoot, though. Smoot was not 
no one would consider Smoot a physical player, right? So I feel like if you're a, if you're a corner that size, nope. and you're not a physical. Forbes is out here seeking contact, bro. They're carrying. They I love it. Carrying you as a cornerback, field at that size in the NFL, playing like that. Big fan though. So like I'm I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle on him. Because 170 is tiny, man. And we could be like, he'll put on weight in the NFL. He was in the NFL. He's playing the SEC. They were feeding that man. He was yeah. he was snatching that rock. I feel you, though. Feel yeah. You. From what I've read, from what I understand, he, he he's not. Uh, isn't really a liability as a tackler. So, mm-hmm. and that's going to change when you're – tackling in the NFL and you know no nobody can 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 say the SEC while it's you know obviously the the biggest conference in football and the players are like NFL caliber every single week it's a different animal it's just it just is I mean but, but he's uh, he not gonna be tackling Derrick Henry every week now come on fellas I know. oh I know I know I know listen to me if oh, you can yeah. tackle if you're willing to tackle at 170 you can play for me if you're a great a physical player and you're willing I mean, at 170 yeah you can yeah, play for me sure. I would have no problem with that pick all right, so now that we've gone through those 20 players, right, and and your answers for this next question can be anybody on any sort of list. Um, I want to ask you three questions. Who do you think they should take? Who do you think they will take? And who would you pick if, if the choice was yours? Um, you take a minute to marinate on that for a second because um, <laughs> that's probably a lot to throw at you right now. I'll go first, and I think that if it were up to me, I think I would take Brian Branch if you were there at 16. Um, like I said, it just it fills two roles that you really desperately want filled on the defense. Uh, you need a slot corner. You need somebody that could be a like a walk-up linebacker. Uh, he can do that as well. Somebody that can play free safety in passing situations and, and allows you to move around with um, Cam Curl and, and um, Forrest and let you do other things with the defense. I think that's the way I would go. I think they're going to go O-line. I don't know who. I think – let's just call it Broderick Jones. Let's just call it Broderick Jones. I think that they they really want to fix the O-line. And I think that of their top 30 visits, I think it was mostly cornerbacks and O-linemen, if I remember that. It was like a, like the vast majority of their visits were O-linemen. Um, what I think they should do, I, I think they should – I think they probably should stick to cornerback or O-line. But I think that Brian Branch is too good of a player to pass in, in that position. As is my opinion on it. Hmm. He's too valuable. I mean, good, yes, he's valuable too because it allows the defense to move in a way that you, you probably want to move, but you can't do it with a player. Um, no disrespect to Percy um, Butler, I just don't think he's that type of player yet. And you honestly don't know what he can do yet. If they think he can do it, then then. You know, disregard what I'm saying about Brian Branch. I don't think he's the type of player, though. Actually, no, let's start with Will Take. I think they're going to go with a tackle as well. Actually, no, 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 no. Let me switch this for y'all because I answered that wrong. Who should they take? (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's who they should take. All right. (laughs) Okay. You know who they're going to take? They're taking B. John if he's there. 
everything about to me, everything about <laughs> Marty Herney and Ron Rivera tells me if a Bijan level talent is there, they're gonna take them. They're, these are old school football guys. They drafted running that? backs high before. I guarantee if you if they if they were like, hey Marty and Ron, what was your grade for McCaffrey? What's your grade for B. John? What, what pick they take McCaffrey? Like seven? Willing to bet you they got the seven grade. I believe not B. John higher. When they get to that pick, B. John will be the highest player mm-hmm. on their board. When they asked Mayhew about drafting running backs in round one, he he talked about the board. B. John's gonna be there. Yep, they're gonna take him. Has not visited nothing. Mm. What the fuck? We what the fuck you need to visit here for? Why we? Why am I even asking you to visit? Here? I've seen your tape. I don't need like what? What is the point of even having B. John come to visit? <laughs> yeah, that's some shit. I see Riverbo saying, "I don't need him to fucking come in here. He's on the board." Who you should they I mean? take? Probably should go right tackle. If you could go right tackle. And move Wiley to guard, Cosme guard. You are a different looking O line week one. Who would I take? Very different. I think I take Bijan. Then I think if we're thinking, (laughs) if I'm thinking about this from a football perspective, this is the middle of round one. I got a young QB for next year. Even if I don't have a young QB, I got an experienced vet who's also going to be heavily reliant on the running game and check downs in particular. You probably end up, I feel like the reason, and here's, and here's my line of thinking, I feel like the reason it might be Bijan is because they talked to a lot of tackles. They brought a lot of tackles in for visits. I think that's in part because that's what your plan is. Who are the tackles going to be available in round two? You tell Bijan, you know you're still going to need a tackle to upgrade that old line. Hmm. That's when you end up going tackle. Bijan makes you a different team on offense, man. It just does. If you want to be a run first, he can. He 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 makes you a better run first team, which is already what you want to be. Maybe you talk about running eighty percent of the time, whatever the fuck that quote was that got people pissed. You got the young quarterback. It makes you a good play action team. He can catch the ball at the backfield. You can move him around. He's not just a running back. And I guarantee he will be number one on their board in that pick. That's going to be the pick. <laughs> Again, I just don't know what folks are looking at when they say, oh, yeah, B. John Robinson could be a generational running back. He could be a 400-touch guy. He could score 20 touchdowns. He could be a pro bowler, all pro. Uh, he could be the type of guy that changes our entire offense, but you know, let, let's just actually opt for our center real quick. What are you niggas on, man? Like, I, I just don't get the mindset. You want to draft a lesser player because of positional value? It's just, I, I just don't get it. Like, if you could tell me right now that we could get four spe- or five, five spectacular seasons out of Bijan Robinson and then he'll be gone mm-hmm. at 16, I would. I'm going to make this quick because, Cliff, you just kind of made every point that I was about to hit on. Um, for my should take, I had Bijan Robinson because he's going to, like you just said, 
he's going to be the best player on their board. We always talk about take the best player available. They went about this free agency. They signed players so they wouldn't have to go into this draft having to select a specific position. If Bijan Robinson is on the board, he will make the most impact on this team at 16. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't need to go into what he could do. We already just, we went through all that. There's no, I don't understand the hesitation. I don't understand why people just, it's just like they see running back and they just automatically, oh no, you can't do that. It's first round, da 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 da. This ain't just no ordinary running back, man. Again, this is someone who's coming in who already has Hall of Fame potential. Like, you don't just say that shit about every player that comes out, let alone when you have an opportunity to get a running back at that level on a rookie deal, <laughs> I, I would not hesitate, man. If he's there, for me, Bijan should be the pick. Who do I think they will take? I think they will take a tackle. Position flex, Darno Wright from Tennessee. Um, something about him just tells me he seems like a Ron Rivera guy. You can play him a right tackle, you can play him a left tackle. He played a little bit of guard. He can do it all. Um, you can basically move him down the entire line. Um, he has He's a four-year starter. He's done it all in Tennessee. I can see him being a favorite of theirs. Um, for me personally, my personal choice, I had Joey Porter Jr. Just off the simple fact that I feel like this team is missing a physical presence in the secondary at the cornerback position. We already mentioned how he comes up, makes tackles, makes plays. He can play press. He can play zone. He has the pedigree. That will be my choice. Is there anybody that if they took him at 16, that it would actually like legitimately blow you? Um, somebody within reason, like no wide receivers, no Dean linemen, like somebody that's a position of quote unquote need that if we took him, it'd be like, eh. And I, I already made my feelings clear on Michael Mayer. That's going to be my answer. I, I personally would prefer either of the other tight ends. I don't think I would take Darnell Washington at 16 either. I think that Darnell Washington at 16 would be a little bit rich for, for my. Case, uh, I like Dalton Kincaid. I'll be honest, sure. you, you were kind of shitting on the center position, but I, I have had my eye on the center in the case that we traded back. I'd be blown if we took him at 16 because I think you can get him later in the first round. Um, the kid out of Minnesota, John Michael Schmitz. Hey, I was hoping he'd be there at I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Not only that, I, this might be disappointing to hear, bro. I, I forgot who I was listening to. But somebody said that he's very high on the Giants' draft board. Very <laughs> high. Great. I think he's a do-it-all, man. And obviously, with this team, he's he, apparently he's perfect for his own, um, his own type of run scheme. Um, he, he, he does it all. But I wouldn't want to draft the center at 16. Like, obviously, he'd be plug-and-play starter. But I feel like he's someone you could trade down and potentially get later in the first round. So, as much as I'd be a fan of him, I'd be upset if they took him at 16. But I, I got a feeling he's on the board. The only pick that would bother me is Hernan Hooker. That's the only one. I think any other position – well, sorry, and any DM position, I couldn't be mad at any other pick. I feel like that's where the roster's at, right? We need a tackle. Do we have to take a tackle around one? That is a sick. Just don't – Right. And it doesn't seem that they're going to. Don't force it. So let me, I'll say Herndon. And then if there was a particular yeah. player, it's hard because I'm not really down on any of these, uh, these guys in, in, in the key positions. Um, right. 
Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, those tackles, they're all, they all seem like they can all potentially be good players. Same with the corners. I guess Christian Gonzalez, that's Paul's man. Yep. I'm wary of corners that I see missing tackles, man. I, I just can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, straight up. I hear you. I mean, that is the knock on him. That is the knock because he's not a good tackler. But um, I, I'm just uh, impressed by how easy he makes it look. And I know that's that probably isn't a good answer. That's not what, <laughs> that's not exactly what you want to hear when you're drafting a young player. It's like, oh, I like the way he moves. I like the way he looks when he's moving. Like, no, no, no. But I, I, I feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. I feel you don't no on the shit. I didn't even think of to say Hendon because I just don't see them doing that. I would be shocked. Yeah, yeah there's no way in hell they do it. There, <laughs> there's just no way. But if they did, obviously I'd be pissed off. Yeah, that that would irk the shit out of me. <laughs> it it would really undo a lot of the like the like the listen. I think that Ron earned a lot of not earned. Uh, he regained a lot of like the points with the fan base when he went ahead and named Sam Howell starter because I think people were like really really down on Ron after he pulled Heineke before the Browns game and ended up going with Wentz and we all know how that went. And even after Sam Howell had a good game versus Dallas, I think people were like, "Man, I don't know what Ron's doing." Him naming Howell starter and kind of sticking with that throughout this whole process has been uh, good for his uh, reputation, I guess, with the fans. If the end of drafting Hennon Hooker, <laughs> people are going to turn on him quick. And I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be one of them niggas. That's all I'm quick. saying. <laughs> you better not. You so better not. It goes back Facts. to what we talked about in the beginning. The fact that these three guys are staking their careers on that says something to me, man. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like yep. they, they wouldn't. Some there, right, Cliff? Something and, there. Like they did it literally the next day, right? It wasn't like they didn't really make us wait on the house shit, <laughs> right? Like we knew yeah. pretty much immediately that this was their plan. Yeah. That's how they went into their office coordinator search. Unless they're just idiots, there's no. <laughs> Unless they're just very wrong, all three of them. Or and then if, if they take Hearn and Hooker, that means Ron was just out here lying to our faces, <laughs> like both is lying. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Hearn and Hooker would be a blower. 